When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Cold weather, snow, and Christmas trees. Not necessarily something we may want to be thinking about right now, as we're just beginning the fall season. However, for some... They're thinking about this all year round. I'm Charity Seebecker with the Midwest Farm Report. Chris Kirsch, owner of Enchanted Valley Acres in Cross Plains, says he and his team plan and maintain the farm's operations through every season, with specific activities tailored to the needs of the trees at different times of the year. He explains more about what it takes to care for the trees that we love to decorate come winter. But first, he tells me more about his farm. So our farm is 136 acres, and we have about 40 acres in Christmas trees right now. That equates to roughly 40,000 trees. We grow about 1,000 trees per acre. Our first planting was in 2012, and we plant about 5,000 trees per year, I think it is roughly, plus or minus. Next spring, uh, we're going to plant about 8,000 trees to adjust for drought losses and such from this year. We grow a little bit of corn. Well, we don't grow it. We rent some to, to an adjacent dairy farmer, and they plant our corn maize for us. And then we plant uh, some pumpkins, too, for our fall season. The flood from 2018-2019 had a decent impact on your Christmas tree crop. Take me through how that impacted you. Well, since we bought the farm in 2011, 2012 was a drought year. This year was a drought year. 2018 and 2019 were flood years, yes. And I think it was August 20th of 2018, we got about 15 inches of rain overnight. And then it rained most of the year 2019, it seemed like. So in hindsight, now that we've experienced the extremes, I would take a drought year over a flood year at our farm. How many varieties of trees do you have? About five. We grow mainly Fraser, balsam, Canane, which is a type of balsam, and then we grow some white pine and spruce. Probably 60-65% or so of our sales are Fraser fir. That obviously takes a good manpower behind this. How is your labor force? Take me through what that looks like. Well, I'm here all year long uh, working outside in general. My wife is in the office doing all the office stuff, advertising, bookkeeping, that sort of thing. Most of the winter I'm by myself, January through March, and then we plant trees in April, and I'll recruit some help for that. And then I have a couple guys um, helping over the summer season into the Christmas tree season. Uh, My brother does some mowing out here for us. During our fall season and the tree season, we'll also employ 15 to 20 part-time staff. How has the Christmas tree industry changed over the years as you've been involved from your grower's perspective of how you're doing it or even that customer base of what they're looking for in the types of trees that you see? We're seeing people buy more Fraser every year. And really for a pretty good reason. I remember a few years ago during our fall season, we cut a Fraser, oh, mid-October, I think it was, to display out by our slide so people that were coming for our pumpkin season would see would see our trees and, and we could let them know when we open up. And that tree was out in the sun, out in the wind. It was in a tree stand, but we never watered it. And two months later, right before Christmas, I could stand that Fraser next to a, a fresh-cut Fraser, and really you could not tell the difference. I'm not advising you don't water a Christmas tree in your house, but that's how well uh, Fraser hold up. And as far as trends, really the year 2020, um, the first year that there was COVID, we probably saw 
an increase as did other farms and people buying real Christmas trees. People were not traveling because of travel bans and so on. They were they were staying home and experiencing a real Christmas tree again. And that trend has continued the next few years now, as has it with all outdoor recreation, I think. I'm also seeing people buy nine-foot trees all the time, nine feet or bigger trees. I think people's ceilings are taller than they used to be. Used to be ceilings were eight feet. Now new home construction, they're nine feet. So bigger trees. Most people probably, you know, they're not thinking about Christmas trees right now. It's beginning October. They probably don't even think about it till maybe Thanksgiving time. But for you, it's a year-round operation. Can you take me through what that's like? Are you using seeds or saplings to start? Or how are you starting your own when you did start that first planting? Most of my supply purchases and planning and equipment maintenance goes on in January, February, and March for our Christmas trees. That's when a lot of the work actually gets done. We do shearing over the summer. Yeah, there's other work to be done, definitely, but we have to kind of juggle our fall season with the tree season. As far as um, what type of trees we plant, generally we get 2-2 trees, which means that seedling is four years old. So it was growing at the nursery uh, in one bed for two years, and then it was lifted and transplanted into another bed for another two years to give it more room to grow the, for the roots to develop and that sort of thing. Um, so really, when we get those bare root seedlings from the nursery, they're already four years old. Now, nobody thinks of it like that, but that's how old they are. The growing season for you for this year, I know you lost, what it was it, about 30% of your crop because of the drought. So how are you building back from that? We ordered more seedlings seedlings for next year to kind of adjust for losses and we didn't lose any two-year-old or older trees generally maybe a few here and there in, in poor spots so that's our big adjustment just plant more next year the big trees they're all fine the trees that we're going to harvest this year they just did not grow as much as they typically would have from from the drought in may and june Christmas trees mainly grow in June and May, so if you don't get rain then, they're not going to grow much. They're pretty much done growing, uh, going into July and the rest of the summer, so it doesn't matter if you get rain the rest of the summer. They're done. They're they're done growing at that point. What type of care do you give to the young trees to ensure that they are good for that eight years it takes for them to be able to be harvested? Well, the care of trees starts at the nursery before they even get to the farm. So we trust that the nursery is going to ship them at a nice cool temperature and they're going to be moist and they always have been when they get to the farm. So we have to keep those roots moist up until the point they get in the ground. If we let them expose to the air, they're going to dry out. Um, you may as well consider that a dead tree sometimes. Um, so you have to really be careful. Generally, what I've seen too the last few years the sooner we get the trees in the ground, the better. So as soon as the frost is out of the ground and it's dry enough, we want those trees from the nursery. This year, we planted mid-April until about the third week of April. And then we caught a couple lucky rainfalls from then through early May and then and then no more rain. So had we waited until May to try to plant trees, um, we probably would have had larger losses than we did. How do you make sure the trees are that perfect shape that people want when they're coming to look for their tree for their house. We hire a custom shearing crew to shear our trees, how we want them to look. And there's a couple of reasons for this. If I did it myself, 
it would take me all summer, but the custom shears can do this in a few days, in four or five days, and have the whole farm done, and, and they look great. They look great, but you might see, or I might see an ugly tree out in the field, and I can cut that tree and bring it back to the lot as a pre-cut, and that tree is going to sell. So really, beauty is in the eye of the beholder when it comes to Christmas trees. Everybody uh, sees different things with what they like. What is the biggest or tallest tree you've ever sold, and how many do you sell generally each year? Our biggest tree, I used to wholesale trees with another guy, and we would occasionally ship out 16 to up to 20-foot trees. And some of these wound up in theaters in Minneapolis, or, or I can think of an ad agency. They weren't really going to people's homes. Um, some of the taller ones do go to churches and that sort of thing. At the farm, I sell maybe 12-footers here, not, not really too much over that height. How many we sell each year? That's a complete moving target for us right now. We started selling trees as as uh, you cut or cut your own at the farm in 2019, and we sold a few hundred that year. And we've been increasing every year since pretty drastically. We have a really good inventory, so now we're selling thousands of trees each year. And it still is increasing and we hope to continue to uh, meet that demand. When it gets into that busy Christmas season, what all do you have here at the farm for people to enjoy? Sure, we'll give rides to the North Pole for our U-Cut customers. We'll have Santa here on the weekends. Um, We have mini donuts, hot cocoa, cider, that sort of thing. We'll have some of our fall activities out yet. We'll have our trike track up and running typically. Our giant slide will be available, um, weather permitting. It's just a fun time to to come out and uh, start a tradition with your family. What tips or suggestions do you have for people that they should know before going to get their trees for this year? Well, know the size that you want. That's a big factor. When we open, I think... Why does everybody have to rush here on Black Friday to get a tree? We're going to have trees the whole month, but I think people are kind of conditioned and trained that they think if they don't come out instantly that first day, they're not going to get a tree. And that might be the case at some other farms, and and that's how it is. There really is a, a shortage statewide and nationwide. But right now we have quite a lot of trees and a good variety at the farm. What tips do you have for someone who maybe wants to get into the industry and start their own Christmas tree farm? Most states have a a grower association you can join and they have meetings and and you can meet other members that way. There's a bunch of Facebook pages out there. I think we're members of the Great Lakes Christmas Tree Growers. Real Christmas Tree Farmers is another group. And you can learn so much stuff at your fingertips uh, nowadays through those groups. Talk to other farms. Um, do it the old-fashioned way. When we go on vacation sometimes, we'll scout out Christmas tree farms ahead of time and, and make a point to reach out to those folks and see if they have an hour to visit in the off-season, and, and we learn things that way. Um, so just, just learn as much as you can. Learn about the land where you want to plant trees. Make sure it's not too wet, too dry. Make sure the pH is okay before you order trees, before you plant trees. There's a lot to be done. Who is your market going to be? Are you going to wholesale trees? Are you going to do a U-cut operation because there's different equipment for for either operation. So there's a lot to think about and plan before before you plant your first tree. And then lastly, if people want to learn more, how can they learn more about your farm? Well, we have a website, EnchantedValleyAcres.com, and that talks about our fall season and our Christmas tree season, which are the only two things we do right now. We prepare all year for those. Feel free to reach out to us or come visit us uh, during our open hours. That was Chris Kirsch, owner of Enchanted Valley Acres. 
To learn more about his farm, look for the link to his website at MidwestFarmReport.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.